multiple reports came in over the weekend that Becky Lynch has been working out at the Performance Center and that she was backstage Friday at SmackDown and Sunday at Hell in a Cell. We haven't seen the man since May 11, 2020, when she relinquished the Raw Championship on Monday Night Raw to become the mom. I'm Ryan Joy, and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website, database, tracking pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, we're talking about Becky Lynch. She's been gone more than a year now. How does she fit in? Does she land on Raw or SmackDown? Just how imminent is that return? We also have headlines for the weekend. Al Carl is in the house, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for June 21, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. Al Carl, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. I'm sorry, I giggle every time you emphasize the bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. My stepson's done with school. He's here. My wife's working from home today. Ryan, this is the first show. I'm actually wearing pants. Oh, no. Uh, very long time. I don't know how the show was going to go. We've never had a show where you were wearing pants before. But I know, right? So let's just hope this goes well. You know, fingers crossed. <laughs> so here is the news of the day. I mean, I've already got comments rolling in, but the news of the day is Becky Lynch has been spotted training at the Performance Center. People are saying that she is jacked. She looks good and ready to go. She was backstage at SmackDown, backstage at Hell in a Cell. Becky Lynch, a Royal Rumble winner, a three-time SmackDown champion, a one-time Raw champion, and she was lighting the world on fire before she had to take her departure for motherhood, and now it looks like she might be back, and BJ Pavanka says he sees we're starting with the bad news. BJ, of course, not a Becky Lynch fan. That's to be thrown. I, mean, I like Beckers. I'll make it known my mother's 100% Irish, so Becky's on my thumbs-up list. I'm a Becky fan. We're looking forward to it. It's been over a year. I believe they had uh, Rue, I believe his maiden name, Rue Rollins. I believe Rue was born probably somewhere December. around Christmas time, Christmas Rumble era. Because that yeah. was a discussion then. Oh, my God, she just spat out the kid. Will she be in the Rumble? <laughs> To each their own. Maybe she could have been, but you know, as my wife uh, has told me, it, it takes more than a week to recover from a pregnancy. Apparently, I wouldn't know. But uh, yeah, good if, she, if she's training. I know she's got that work ethic. If she, if she doesn't come back jacked, it's going to be more of a surprise than if she does. Yeah, that'll be the news story for sure. She's usually very fit. So I guess the question is, there's a lot of stuff that's about to happen. First and foremost, WWE's going back on the road, as they tell us every opportunity they can. Yes. They have Money in the Bank. That's coming up. It's the first pay-per-view outside the Thunderdome, aside from WrestleMania. Is she going to be on Raw? That's where she was when she left. Or does she join SmackDown because that's where Seth Rollins is? Mm -hmm. And then is this just, hey, she's training for a return six months from now? (laughs) I Okay, let's just backtrack here for a second. All right, she was at SmackDown and she was at Hell in a Cell. Okay, she was there for Seth. I don't think we're looking any deeper into it than that. Where does she land? I think for now, I read the reports that I guess USA Network and Raw were upset that the Hell in the Cell was on SmackDown and they moved it to the for I think she stays on Raw. And honestly, when we're literally a month and a half probably away from the draft. I don't think this is a decision that they really need to put into concrete right now. So if you just put her onto Raw, get her going uh, maybe against like Charlotte or, or somebody. I know SmackDown needs the help. Everything's getting reshuffled in two months anyway, so it's irrelevant where she falls right now because everything is going to get evened out, hopefully, come after SummerSlam. So I'd put her on Raw. I'd get the ratings up for that show. 
and let her have a nice little feud, maybe put her in the Money in the Bank match or put her in something, get her something against Charlotte or against Asuka or against Rhea for SummerSlam, and then you, you shuffle her into the mix. BJ has a prediction. He says she's absolutely winning Money in the Bank and then beating Charlotte 10 seconds after Charlotte beats Rhea. It's a possibility that they have had the Money in the Bank winner cash in on the female side, cash in on the same night that they win it. So that's a possibility. Yes. Alexa Bliss. Um, I don't see her winning money in the bank. Like I said, we're making the assumption that qualifying usually starts the, the show after the pay-per-view. There's four weeks till money in the bank. I'm going to assume that there's qualifiers tonight, whether it be in the men's or the women's side. I, I think she'll have a match maybe against somebody. Maybe she gets a tail shot right away because she had to relinquish. Okay, you gave it up. You never lost it. So we're going to give you the shot. I don't think she's going to win the belt. Yeah, so I think she'll have a big SummerSlam match. I don't know when the return comes. I don't know if the return is in a qualifying Money in the Bank match, if it's a Raw that they advertise her, but I do believe she'll be advertised. I don't think we'll be surprised when she walks out because I think she does move the needle for ratings a little bit. And she might signify a shift for the company. We're going back on the road. All these things are changing. Becky Lynch, who you remember before the pandemic, she is here now. So wrestling fans that stopped watching, please come back. You hit the nail on the head in pre-production. They are going to announce when she's coming back. They don't want this to be surprised. They want the eyes on the TV. Now, do you wait until after Money in the Bank? The first live attended crowd will be the SmackDown before Money in the Bank. So do you wait till the Raw? Yeah. She might not even be involved in Money in the Bank. And they just get her feud going into SummerSlam and then shuffle her in. There's a little bit of poetic justice that would be for her to come back the Raw after Money in the Bank. Yep. That was her last Raw where she relinquished the title. Yep. She's going to walk back in. I don't care what match she goes into first, but she's going to come back in. She's going to cut a promo and say, I want the title. I am the man. I left. I'm back now. I'm taking my belt back. She may get interrupted and have to deal with somebody, but that's what's going to happen. She brought out the Money in the Bank briefcase and the belt was in it. So I'm assuming when she does come back, she's going to have a Money in the Bank briefcase, but the baby's going to be in it. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> going to poke some holes in the suitcase. So the baby can breathe. That'll be the only thing. So we were just talking about the draft. There's a lot of noise about the draft and how things could shake up. And we'll probably get into that some more after the break. But any other thoughts on Becky Lynch? Al? Yeah, she's gonna get, I think she's going to get drafted high. She's a former number one overall pick. Not this past draft, but the one before. She was one of the day's number one overall pick. And I hope she eventually lands with Bailey. I don't think we've seen a feud with Becky Lynch and Bailey in a very long time, probably since the NXT days. So I think as far as the horsewomen go, the feud, Charlotte had her feud with Sasha, the legendary feud with Sasha and Becky. And I think the only combination left is Becky and Bailey. And with the current situation, like this new Bailey that Becky hasn't seen yet, it's going to be a lot of fun. Ding dong. Hello. It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's funny that when you think of Becky Lynch, you typically think of the Raw brand because that's yeah. where she was the most formidable. But like I mentioned, she's a three-time SmackDown champion. She's the inaugural SmackDown champion. She had a historically long Raw title reign, and I think that's why people think of that. Yes. But to your point, Bailey has the historically long SmackDown run. So yes. put them together. I think you're right. We certainly haven't seen Becky and this version of Bailey. Because of her recent title run, uh, synonymous with Raw, but the original brand extension draft, Charlotte Flair was the first woman drafted. I think it was like third overall. Then Sasha was shortly after. Becky was the first ever female SmackDown 
drafting. Yeah. To go with the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, she won. I believe it was a, like a fatal five-way or something like that with the with the, with the bleep show of other women. She's got history, definitely history on both shows. But the the new the man is synonymous with Raw. Yes. VJ chimes in. Do we need Bailey to put over another horsewoman? I don't think it's a given that Becky no. beats Bailey. Certainly, right now we're looking at Cesaro one match at WrestleMania. Rollins won a match last night, and they're going to go to a third. To me, I, I would see this being a series of matches. I think it would be short-sighted on their part to do a one match and done. Maybe you put Becky on Smack and just go to SummerSlam and then have them just get drafted on the same show to go after. I think that if anyone, if when Becky comes back, I think Bailey might just interrupt her. Excuse me, I ran this while you were gone. Is this, why are you back? Who cares? Ding dong, hello, who cares? Doesn't matter. So. A lot of truth in that argument, too. Bailey has certainly blown up since since Becky's been gone. So. Yeah, and it, it's still not even just the title reign. That hell in the cell she had with Bianca, was she was awesome in that. She did mm -hmm. that sunset flip into the cell. with the, That was incredible. You know, Bailey just continues to work hard and, and put on gems. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to put a pin in this discussion. We'll come back to it if we want a little bit later. But that is the main story that Becky Lynch, is, her return appears to be imminent. We will see. We have a whole bunch more headlines to get into right after the commercial break. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to BodySlamClothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, the show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConi, and Gary Maheffi. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter. Currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Hey, Ryan, quick programming note. Uh, the Primetime Rundown is on tonight. From now yes. till August, the primetime rundown on these are Monday nights at 7 o'clock. Joey and his posse will be talking uh, some Islanders hockey, probably. They're going on a run right now. Monday, 7 o'clock, primetime rundown. Tune in tonight before Raw. So I had two programming notes. That was one of them. Thank you. The second one is the Body Slam Brigade newsletter. I've got to re-record all these commercials. That thing's up over 4,400 subscribers now, and it was a completely different look and feel to the newsletter this past week. Hope everybody enjoys that. That's how it's going to be going forward. So Nice. 4,400. Look at you. I know. And growing. So, hell in a cell last night. All champions retained, Al. Uh, yes. Roman Reigns, he retained on Friday with yes. a last-minute programming change. They moved what people <laughs> thought might have been the main event of hell in a cell to Friday Night SmackDown. 
So. Yeah, you don't know if this is knee jerk. They could have done the three cell matches if they just wanted to move it just so they could put Bailey and Bianca in the cell. Maybe they just wanted to add both WrestleMania rematches. They didn't know if it was a ratings boost. Like, who knows? But the thing is, it was the right decision in the end. Because you know what? We all knew Ray was going to sleep regardless whether he wanted to or not. Even if something happened and Roman Reigns got himself knocked out by accident, Ray would have dragged that dead body over, over himself to make sure Roman won that match. So it's whatever. It was a nice hype up to get you excited for the weekend. And then we got two amazing cell matches that were somewhat up in the air. I know a lot of people were on Bianca, but Bailey showed out. And then a lot of people thought Drew was going to win. So it wasn't, they weren't as um, obvious of cell matches as the word. Whereas Roman, again, the conversation is who the hell is going to beat him. And unfortunately it's not Rey Mysterio. I think everyone was in agreement on that, except for the three people that chimed in on your survey. Drew and Bailey, I don't think many people were picking them. Even though people weren't predicting them to win, it wouldn't have been mind-blowing if they did. Whereas if Rey Mysterio beat Roman Reigns, that would have been mind-blowing. Yeah, so. that would have been at the pay-per-view. If Rey was scheduled to win that match, that was the main event, and everyone would have went home happy. But yeah, the big story that came out of that, Jimmy looks like he's... In line? Yeah, it looks like he's in line right now. And, and Jay was still nowhere to be found. You know, Jay's still upset that his parents were fighting. Jimmy, he stood there and, and watched Roman destroy. They reminded us that of last night during the show. And uh, it was going forward, uh, it looks like they're together, the bloodline. Any other major takeaways from Hell in a Cell last night? Because all the champions retained. It definitely seems like Cesaro and Rollins will continue. Mm -hmm. But other than that, any Drew can't challenge for the title as long as Bobby holds it. Yeah, so we're going to get a new contender. We're going to get a new challenger. For, I think this might eliminate him from the money in the bank contention as well. So Drew's got to get a whole new slate going forward. Um, yeah, Sheena and Alexa was fun when she had Nia slap Reggie. That was absolutely hysterical. That was fun. So Alexa's doing her thing. If you could have picked two rematches from WrestleMania to redo, Sammy and KO fight forever, and then Rollins, they picked the correct two for this show. So now both are 50-50. Who knows what the overall series score is between KO and Sammy, but uh, Cesaro and Rollins is now 1-1, so they might have something going forward at Money in the Bank. I thought it was a great show. Yeah, the more and more I thought about it, I'm looking at the card. I'm like, this is going to be really good. This is going to be fun. And I thought everybody showed out. Yeah, and the more you think about it, the more you realize it could have been called WrestleMania Backlash colon Hell in a Cell. Yes, yes. <laughs> There was qualification, and we all picked Charlotte. My thing was, you know, she was originally supposed to win it at Mania over Asuka. Like, they just had Rhea had this little two-month run. Give it to Charlotte as scheduled and let Rhea chase it. But, yeah, they used the, the thing at the table for the disqualification. Whatever the, the banner is yeah. uh, on the table, that caused a disqualification. Normally, that one, the referee usually lets that one slide. Yeah, that referee is super strict. <laughs> yeah, he's, he wanted a nice, clean fight with those, and he, he, had, enough, he had enough to hear with those two. All right, so... Also, last night, there were some, apparently some major issues with Peacock at the beginning of the show. Not the beginning of the pay-per-view proper, but with the kickoff show, apparently there were about 15 minutes in the beginning where if you were using a Roku device, you could only see a still image of Shrek. I guess that is, you know, as close as a comparison to Rosenthal as you could get is Shrek, so I guess that's really... <laughs> I had my personally, I turned on Peacock on Apple TV and I also had some issues accessing it, but it was like four minutes and it was, I was in fine. So I mm -hmm. maybe missed the introduction of the panel, 
and that was. A- I didn't notice anything. I don't have a Roku. I have a Fire Stick, which is it, it's funny. Yeah, I, I have to. You have to look online like a bootleg. Like Peacock TV is not really offered on the Fire Stick. You have to find a weird tweak in it to find it. But it is available for everyone who has Amazon Fire Stick. I think that covers Money in the Bank. But if we do backtrack a little bit to SmackDown, we were talking about the Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio match, and that was an important part of SmackDown. But perhaps maybe the most important thing that happened on smackdown is we no longer have a king corbin now we just have corbin i don't know if he goes back to being a baron after you're a king do you go back to being a baron or are you just corbin are you executive corbin mr corbin sir corbin what happens next i guess he would just go back to baron corbin yeah i don't know either but now all the rumors going around is is, you know a new king of the ring tournament we got a queen of the ring tournament there you go there's something becky they've been discussing this for years everyone's been pushing for a queen of the ring tournament but if they do another King of the Ring, does King Shike Nakamura, does he not get the walk the aisle? Is this it? Or does he get the crown taken away from him and they have a new tournament to decide a new king? If they have a new tournament, I have a feeling that it's going to be finals Corbin versus Nakamura. It would be. I, I might disagree because I everyone's, you know, the, the one person who always talks about it is Xavier Woods. If, if he's in this, he wants to be King of the Ring in the worst possible way. So I would actually hope that Woods would make the finals just so he can at least be say whether he wins or not. He can at least say, oh, I made the King of the Ring tournament finals. I was this close. I, you know. What a good shtick that would be for him. That would and be you know, incredible. It's interesting that you bring that up too, because look, Vicky is, he's separate from the New Day now. He's doing a singles run. I don't think they're going to bring him back into that fold. You don't have to watch that closely to realize that MVP is trying to pull Kofi away. Yeah. And if that happens, Woods either becomes enhancement talent number six or maybe he becomes king of the ring and he takes off but woods is the odd man out he has the least credentials out of all of them and he he doesn't have any singles credentials at least big e when he broke up he was a former intercontinental champion yeah. kofi forget about it. he's got you know credentials for years for days yeah woods he he's got a trombone that's it now so let's just get into this because we got a few extra minutes today but if mvp were to be able to pull off a new day split and he pulled off kofi kingston i think he sends kofi to smackdown and kofi pursues roman reigns and and paul Heyman more specifically for the revenge on the brock lesnar seven second loss and so then mvp's got a guy in both places yeah now would that allow mvp to show up both places he's not really a wrestler these days so i don't see why not no, he's not. He, he got involved last night. He tried to. He so then involved. think, okay, so if your mind's not blown yet. No, no, yeah, that was a, that was a little. There yeah. comes back and everybody wants to see Lesnar-Lashley. So maybe Heyman, instead of getting a Lesnar-Roman feud like we thought, maybe Heyman's got a guy on both shows too. Yeah, yep. So now you got Heyman and MVP with all the puppet strings. Yeah, yeah, that's, you want to say, the pull Heyman with Brock and Roman, that's going to give me, you know, put Heyman in shark cage or whatever. I don't think Roman's going to want Heyman representing Lesnar because Lesnar's not in the family. I think there's going to be – when Brock comes back, there will be – there's yeah, going to be a discussion by Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, and Paul is going to listen to well, – for now, Paul is going to listen to Roman. And uh, you've seen the way Roman looks at him. Every guy should have another guy like Paul Heyman looking at him the way Paul does. If only we all had that. Yeah. So, Al, I told you in pre-production that the former Peyton Royce and the former Billy Kay, formerly known as the Iconics, they have filed a trademark for what is presumably going to be their new tag team name, and it is Inspiration. 
Double two eyes though. They got the eyes there. That they, yes. they kept that. No, that's yeah, inspiration. Good. I'm inspired. Go for it. BJ chiming in saying he does like the idea of mixing stories on the shows. Not too many, but if you can have a good story or two, it can work. Yeah, they might be able to, you know, cash in on like the great storytelling on SmackDown if they can bring some of that over to Raw, as well as some of the superstar power from Raw over to SmackDown. Might be good for the whole company. Yeah, as I said, Survivor Series is coming up. Who knows what, what's going to happen if Lesnar actually wins the WWE title back from Bobby Lashley, if that happens. And then you have that collision at Survivor Series with Roman Reigns if, if, if Lesnar stays on Raw. And then Heyman's in the middle of that. See, that's where that gets fun. So I would actually like to see pulled off Lesnar and Roman for that. Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed, they both worked dark matches at SmackDown. Now, those matches aren't for public consumption. They were purely there to be observed by WWE main roster officials. Of course, they're evaluating the draft and everything now, so who knows what it all means. It's not really news because we all know that when the draft comes along, those are two guys they're looking at, right? And this is them telling us they're looking at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reed, sure, fine. Some of us, myself included, had Bronson Reed losing the North American title at TakeOver. I just think Cross uh, needs to stay down there for a while. Interesting about Cross is that at NXT, he's a monster. Yeah. But if he comes to Raw or SmackDown... He's not the biggest guy anymore. No. You get to see some of the power. You can power around with the big boys. I, I can see him tossing up with, I mean, with all due respect to BJ. You know, he could probably throw around Baron Corbin. Corbin could probably throw him around too. But it's, yeah, Cross can hold his own with the, uh, with the bigger guys. He's in that conversation with Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns. And who's going to beat this guy? Like, I you had no idea. Uh, I know the simple answer is, okay, he's getting called up, just vacate it, but that's not the way they do things. Anytime someone gets called up, they always lay down. Okay, some other notes outside of the WWE world. New Japan Pro Wrestling, they announced resurgence for August 14, 2021. This will probably be the main topic of conversation with Travis and I on tomorrow's show, unless something magical happens on Raw tonight that is the lead news story. But they're advertising John Moxley, Jay White, and Tom Lawler. Those are the three English-speaking champions that they have right now. John Moxley, IWGP United States champion, he's actually under contract with AEW, and AEW has to approve these type of appearances in the United States. Interesting. They must have done that. They must be working together. So, What's I'm that? sure they trust Moxley. <laughs> Moxley. Yeah. I'm sure everything's above board on that. If you're a New Japan World subscriber like I am and have been for years, they're not putting the English commentary on New Japan World. You're going to have to buy it on pay-per-view. At least that's what the news story says. So unless they change their mind between now and then, which I hope they do. If that happens, I speak, I'm very fluent in Japanese. We'll watch it together. I will translate everything for you. All right, good. And then on Impact, we have Ultimate X is coming back for Slammiversary. And it's a title match. There you go. Everybody was up and on. Oh my God, a no contest on a pay-per-view. Impact, what are you doing? Now in Impact, we trust they do everything for a reason. This was a great setup for Ultimate X to get those. Because normally at Slammiversary, there's five guys in the main event. That King of the Mountain match that Jeff Jarrett started years ago. Slammiversary uh, tradition. Now, I'm assuming they're changing it up this year because I'm sure they don't want five guys fighting Kenny Omega, which is fine. So what do you have to do? You have to have some kind of a bleep show. Might as well bring back a gem in the Ultimate X match and have some fun with it. P.D. Williams, he's, he's got a pretty decent record in these Ultimate X matches. I remember he won at the first Bound for Glory, and then because there was controversy with it, he won on the Impact following Bound for Glory. So he pulls kind of like a Carmella. 
kind of deal with Carmella won the, the money in the bank. Oh, you know, it was a problem. You know, so she won it again the next time they, they had it. So Petey Williams, very ultimate X tested. Not sure about the other guys. I believe Ace Austin is, was, he was in the last one. Yeah, but uh, Petey knows what he's doing here. John Morrison, the person who won the last one. Yeah. And WWE backstage agent Pat Buck was in the last one. So it was a few years ago. Not many years ago, but just a couple years ago. Plus, we also have Moose and Chris Sabin added to the Slammiversary card for next month. So, Oh, nice. Nice. I missed that one. Now, uh, Ultimate X, you mentioned it makes sense with the no contest and all that stuff, but Madman Fulton's not in the match. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. Maybe he, 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 BJ mentioned uh, in the comments, I'm scrolling with him, Brock Lesnar wasn't, he didn't qualify for Money in the Bank when he won it. He took out Sammy and, and yeah. won that. I was actually at that Money in the Bank. They, you can see Madman Fulton taking out like Trey or somebody and just inserting himself. But I think maybe he would help Austin win. And then, oops, oh my God, I accidentally won his lap like Otis did. He also has a match with Josh Alexander Thursday. So if he beats yeah, Alexander, he has to get he has to go in. An ultimate X. I don't think that that they usually cap it at six. That's interesting. Or maybe Josh Alexander gets taken out. Yeah, but all Ace Austin, well, Ace Austin would never need to lead a ladder. You just got to climb on Madman's shoulders. He could probably just from there. You know that's. <laughs> And then the impact story that we have is that Don Callis has been fired. I think we've reported on this show weeks ago that Don Callis was no longer in a VP role at Impact, but the storyline took him out by firing him on Thursday's episode at Impact. They had to bring in an Anthem, that's the parent company, a director, somebody from the Anthem Board of Directors to do this job. And that person ended up being... Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> so yeah, and it makes sense because Dreamer's been against this whole forbidden door since it started. So he's been a part of these invasions and he knows he's he hates it. And whether it's real life, his character hates it. He's made it known at the very beginning to Scott was like, you better know what you're doing because this is going to backfire. And I guess he's doing what he had to make sure that it doesn't backfire. And Scott DeMore is, Tommy, what'd you do? You, you went around me? You know who the Anthem executive is? And Tommy's like, no, I didn't go around you. I went above you. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy Dreamer is is your Anthem executive who fired Don Callis. Al. Anything else in the world of wrestling news that we didn't cover down on today? No, I, th I think we got it all right. I can't uh, imagine. You know, we got Becky Lynch. We talked the small about Hell in a Cell, but I think we covered all the matches. Um, yeah, Kevin Nakamura, Roman Reigns. Yeah, Impact we got. Yeah, I just, I, I know he said nothing big is going to happen. No, Eva Marie will be back on Raw tonight. You and Travis, I'm sure, we're going to have a lot to talk about with her uh, tomorrow morning. We might not even get to your New Japan stuff or your Ring of Honor stuff with him. You know, it's going to be all Eva Marie right. again. So. Right. Welcome back, Eva Marie. There you go. Money in the Bank. We're calling it now. I call, I called that in like January, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> you will be intolerable. Yes. <laughs> For Al, I'm Ryan. We will see you tomorrow.